Welcome to Boomer and Senior Travel. I'm Debbie Gerber. I am excited to share some more of the animals that we saw on the safari that we went to in South Africa. I do need to make a change from the last video. I did talk about the park that we went to that was Muhui Umpolazi Resort Game Reserve. Again, I will give you this name in writing because I don't know that I know how to say some of these words quite correctly, these titles of places. But that was actually in South Africa, not in Swaziland. I will take you to Swaziland in uh, the next couple of videos and show you some of their factories and places that you can go and visit. Swaziland is a very small country, but neat, wonderful things to see. This game reserve that we went to was in South Africa, just south of Swaziland and just north of Durban. It is, again, one of them where you can see all of the big five. We saw several there. It was amazing. The animals that probably caught my interest the most was the one that I thought was the absolute ugliest. I know it's been made cute in movies, especially Disney, they love this little animal, but I'm sorry, I think it's just ugly. It is the warthog. The warthog has this hair that sticks out and it's like pokey and long and really ugly and then it's got the um, big teeth that come up and they're tough. But there's a bottom and a top one, so there's four tusks on them normally, unless they lose one. The top two tusks come up and they will kind of form almost um, a 90 degree angle at some point. And then you've got the bottom ones, which are like the bottom teeth, so that when the mouth opens and closes, it can rub against the top ones and then get just razor sharp. It's one of the ways that they can protect themselves if they have to fight off a predator. They also use those tusks to dig in the ground and uh, they make these burrows where they can get down into. Uh, they can just back down in their burrows and nestle down in there. It's also where the mothers will stay and feed the babies. They live in these groups called sounders. Uh, so they have these groups and they kind of travel together mostly the females and the young ones because most of the males are all fairly solitary. So they live in something called founders, these groups. The warthogs, you see them in these groups and they travel together. They root around and they eat things like seeds and berries and nuts and uh, sometimes they will eat uh, insects but that's kind of their diet. With their big tusks, warthogs are capable of fighting uh, their predators, but generally their method of um, protection is escaping. They're very fast. They can run really quickly, and so usually they try to outrun before they will fight. But they are capable with those sharp tusks of even killing a lion if they're attacked. Now their predators are mostly lions and humans. Sometimes like the piglets will be 
targeted by e eagles or owls. So they they do have to defend themselves, but they usually do it by running away. I would think that just looking at them would be enough to make the predators want to run away. <laughs> kind of makes me feel like that. Uh, they are interesting, but not the prettiest animals on earth. The name of uh, the warthogs come from the way they look. They have these bumps that stick out around on their head, and so they got called warthogs because they look like warts. I was really glad to be riding in the safari vehicles as we went around and saw animals like warthogs because they don't look really kind and I, you know, would be scared to be down on the ground. So I'm glad that we were able to be up in these big trucks. They're kind of fun. The trucks have open sides to them. So you sit on benches in the truck and then you can take pictures out the side. You can have a pretty good view all the way around by sitting in the backs of these trucks. If it rains, they are capable of putting kind of like a clear plastic down the side so that you can still see out and be protected from the rain. Same thing with winds. They kind of put the plastic down in the front so that it keeps you from getting wind. But that way, you're kind of blocked by the front of the truck. Uh, for wind, but you can still see out and see everything. Your guide is right there and is able to talk to you and tell you all about the places and the animals that you're seeing. Some of the safari vehicles are even made to almost like stadium seating. Each seat is higher than the next seat, so you can even see out over the person in front of you. And, and they're quite well thought out, as well as they usually have a canopy top on them or some kind of a top to keep the sun out when it's hot or sunny. The drivers work together if one of them sees animals or something that the other people should see, they radio each other so that they can quickly get to that area or know where an animal has traveled to. That way, I mean, because these reserves are huge and so the only way to really get to see several animals or a bunch of animals in a day is to know in what area that they are congregating so that the drivers can see several things at one time so they kind of have a, a route ready to go when they leave and if an animal happens to come out of the bush that you know they weren't tracking didn't know it was there and one of the drivers can see then everybody else can hurry and go to that spot so that's kind of how they track and help each other find the animals for you to go see one of the fun animals to look for are giraffes Giraffes, you can kind of look out just over the area, and all of a sudden you'll see a head sticking up high as the trees or even higher than the trees, or in the grass areas, you're just seeing them out there standing. A lot of times they are out close to an open area because they're able to see their predators more easily. They are very tall, and they weigh a lot. I was surprised by how much they weighed. A male can weigh up to like 3,500 pounds, with the female being about 1,800 pounds. That's a big animal. They have to be able to carry that great big long neck along with them. And actually the neck they use for um, balance. And when they are moving or running, they move their head to keep their body in balance. If they have actually two speeds, there is they walk, and when they walk, 
the two feet from one side move and then the two feet from the other side move. Or if they are running, then the back feet will actually go in front of the front, front legs before the front legs move again. So they can either gallop or they walk. Either one is fascinating to watch as they, as they go. Uh, they have their uh, long tongue and their tongue they use to go out and reach and grab the leaves and pull it into their mouth. So their tongue gets a lot of use with that. Their eyes are large and they can pretty much see all the way around them because of how their eyes are positioned on their head. Giraffes do have predators and its main predator are lions for the adults. And then the babies though sometimes will get hunted also by leopards and um, wild dogs and hyenas. So they do have predators and they have to really watch out for them. It's one of the reasons why, and by the way, here's a myth. I had to look this up because I'd heard this and then I'd heard it wasn't true and then I heard it again and I thought, you know, sometimes you hear things and you wonder about the truth of them. So I looked it up. It is a myth that a giraffe does not or cannot lay down to sleep or that it would die if it laid down. Uh, the truth is they kneel down uh, and then they sometimes will lay their head um, like on their rump end or in the crook of a tree or something. Uh, but the main reason is, is that they need to watch for predators and it takes them uh, too long to get up if they can't see around. So they like to keep their head up. They need very little sleep also. They, at most, they'll lay their head down maybe for five minutes. But they, their average sleep time for a day would be maybe four hours, five hours, something like that. And that would be all they need. And it's usually in the evening or at night. They have been known to sleep standing up. And once in a while, they will do that. Uh, mostly the reason that they would do that, older giraffes do it because it's just too hard for them to get up quickly if they need to get up. Uh, to escape predators. One of the things they use their large necks for is males fight with their necks. It's called necking and it's a way to prove dominance and they use that neck by hitting each other with their long necks. They also, they eat from the really tall trees. They're called acacia trees and you'll see them eat that. That is their favorite of the trees to forage on. Giraffes are one of the animals that can see in full color and they also, their hearing and their smell is very acute. So they have all of those senses to help them keep away from predators. Oh, some really other cool things is their nostrils will close, they close them off to keep ants out and for sandstorms and things that get in so they can just Close their nostrils and close them. Giraffes all have a unique pattern. So even though they all look alike to you, kind of like a fingerprint, they all have their own unique pattern. One of the other things giraffes have to be really careful of is when they go to drink, you know, the next song that usually they'll just stick their legs out and they'll, they'll put them out wide enough that then their neck, you know, they can lean down to get water. And they have to be careful in that position of crocodiles because crocodiles will also prey on a giraffe because, again, it takes time for the giraffe to reposition and get, it, get itself back up. And they don't function very well because they can't balance well in water. 
and they can't balance well in mud, so they have to be really careful where they go to drink and putting their head down to be able to get back up quickly. Giraffes mostly communicate non-verbally, but they, they do make sound, and some of the sounds they make are mooing kind of like a cow. They might bellow. That's the word they produce for some of the communication that a mother might make with her calf. Sometimes they'll hiss or moan. They make a lot of little noises like that. But they also snore. Giraffes snore. Uh, interesting, huh? Giraffes snore. They also use a communication which will go over quite a distance between giraffes. And it is, it's called infrasound. It's just a low frequency sound that's lower than what we usually hear. You know, they can hear that over a long distance. Safaris are an awesome thing to go on. No matter what age, I think everyone has, most people, it's on their bucket list of things to do to go on a safari. We love the safaris in South Africa that we went on. I hope to get to see some more other places. I'm a big animal fan. Love to go on those things. Come to our website and see some of the other things that we have to tell you about safaris. And there is a free packing list there, as well as an ebook on packing for vacations. It'll be very useful with lots of other little things that will help you when you go on trips so that you have a more enjoyable time and it's easier on you no matter what age you are. But especially as we get in the boomer and senior age group, we sometimes need some of these things that make things easier for us to travel. Uh, we slow down a little bit, body aches a little bit, those kind of things want to ensure that we don't get hurt, uh, especially when we're traveling out of the country. So come visit our website, www.boomerandseniortravel.tv. Come and join us there and get your free, printable, downloadable, packing